Yes, people, welcome back to Brendan Pearson Fitness and welcome back to Process. I will make sure that this video goes out as a podcast as well. I know I said that in one of my previous videos, but I will make sure that this does go out as a podcast so you can listen to it if you don't have time to sit down and watch. Uh, but today is going to be a video that I've done similarly, similarly, similar, similar, well, I've done a similar video a few years ago. I think it might have been 2020 or 2021, um, talking about what the year has taught me. So today's going to be the lessons that 2023 has taught me there's some fitness related ones and there's some just general life ones which I think would be interesting to talk about um, obviously it's been a long year we're coming up to Christmas now and um, we're recording this video on the 7th of December and um, it's currently pouring down rain outside in the UK but it's nearly Christmas so it's a nice time to review your year if you don't already review your year some of the things that you did well some of the things you could have improved on and some of the goals that you want to set for the next year um, and some of the lessons you've learned. So it, it should probably, something that you should probably all do just to reflect on the year and see what we can we can learn from it. So I'm going to dive into five main things that I have learned throughout this year. First thing is going to be a fitness-related fitness one, is training towards a competition is much more rewarding and you're probably going to get better results and sustain them for a longer period of time than just going for purely physique-based, obviously, goals. Um, I think obviously initially everyone, majority of people, for myself included, go into training, go to the gym originally to get in shape, to look a certain way. Uh, now this is a great goal, any sort of incentive to get people into the gym is great, whether you need to lose weight, want to build muscle to impress someone, uh, or just to feel good in yourself. Whatever the reason is, it's great. Any Whatever gets you in the gym in the first place is amazing. However, I think long term, you might need to look at reassessing your goals and your values towards the gym because... Soon, it'll soon come a period of time, six months, a year down the line, where that motivation and that, that, that the reason for you to train purely on physique and look in a certain way isn't going to last. You kind of, Chris Williamson has talked about it kind of going through like some sort of fitness menopause where you get to a point where you're not really interested too much about your aesthetics. Maybe you've achieved a good physique and you're quite content where you're at. Um, or maybe you're just at the point where, you know what, I don't actually really care too much about what I look like within reason. I want to look half decent. Uh, maybe you settle down with your missus or whoever you're with and you don't feel like that need, you don't have that need to go and impress someone. What For whatever reason it is, you go through a period of, right, now I want to try and focus on something else. I need something that's, I want to improve on my fitness. I want to improve on my health. I want to go and compete. I want to go and do Ironmans and marathons and whatever it is, something different. You'll get to that point. I think everyone does go through that point um, in their life where maybe the goal that they're currently doing, the focus in their fitness journey at the minute, they're kind of losing that interest. But yeah, competing for, me, for myself, uh, it was actually 2022 my first fitness competition. So a quick little background. I've done videos in the past talking about it. I used to play professional football. So that was my career from the age of, well, start playing from the age. Retired at 22, 21, 22. Um, so I had a little bit of a gap. I'm 26 now between 21, 22 and probably 25. Well, I wasn't competing. I didn't really know what I was doing. Tried a little bit of bodybuilding, had a bodybuilding coach. Um, but that sort of Competing in bodybuilding, I just never really see myself getting a pair of speedos on or like board shorts and competing in that sort of avenue. I don't think I had the genetics for it, um, and but I always had this athletic um, background and always this buzz for competing and, and this drive to compete and perform and, and train to perform for something. Um, so I did the National Fitness Games, which is a great competition. We ended up winning the novice category um, there, which was amazing. I got that buzz for competing again. I got a taste for it. Uh, the only issue was with... CrossFit sort of workouts, a lot of barbell Olympic lifting sort of stuff. My joints, my previous injuries, which is one of the reasons why I stopped football, my knees, my ankles, my back, were flaring up a little bit. 
Um, so this thing, Hyrox, popped up a few months later. So I competed in my first Hyrox event last February. We did doubles in Glasgow. We did pretty well. We qualified for the World Championships. We got a time of under 59 minutes. And putting the work in from that November to January running, which is something that I've never done in, in the past ever, really. Even when I played football, I was a goalkeeper, so I didn't really run because I didn't really like running. Got into running and the kind of, because I was a, a new early and a beginner sort of in, in the running in, in the running game. Um, I progressed quite quickly with it and I found the more I ran, the fitter I got, the more I was specific with my training, the better I got with high rock stuff, the more I pushed myself each week. Like I, I did like high rock sims like from the start just to get myself mentally and physically um, in that zone and, and, and I've seen improvements really quickly, which you do as a beginner when you change the style of training. Having that focus and that goal at the end of a 12-week training block or whatever it ended up being a little bit longer, uh, having that competition and being really nervous of that competition, being a little bit scared about, can I do it? How am I going to get on? It's something completely new. Am I going to enjoy it? Am I going to hate it? Getting through all of that, all the anxiety, all the hard work and training, competing and doing really well and getting that buzz of crushing the, crushing the finish line. So for anybody who... Um, is going to be competing for the first time. I know I've got a few clients who are doing high rocks for the first time. That first time that you cross the finish line after you've done that 100 ball balls, amazing feeling, such a good feeling. So enjoy it. Um, but yeah, having that feeling just give you such a buzz and it's almost like an addiction, which I'll talk about later on with, with how high rocks training the last year has actually really changed um, my mental state and my, and my life in it, in a sense. But yeah, having that focus um, definitely, definitely, I think, gets you better results than purely focusing on physique alone yes there's some people who really love bodybuilding which i think is absolutely fine it can keep people healthy mentally physically and um, but it can go too far and um, the same way that, that any sort of training can go excuse the one in get in no one wants to interrupt the podcast come on coming up hello do you mind barking right can you sit there then can you sit there yeah the same way that any sort of fitness type of type of training can become can go too far, can become too addictive, can become too, a too bit too obsessive and you can overdo it. Um, but I think there's a little bit more uh, possibility that the bodybuilding sort of style training can become a little bit more unhealthy uh, in terms of, obviously you can go down the route of anabolics, you can go down the route of eating disorders, all that sort of stuff. Um, but like I said, it can go either way in either sort of industry. However, back to the point, competing. Um, the feeling of competing, like I mentioned before, the feeling of actually crossing that finish line finishing a competition hitting a pr and um, those sort of memories and feelings kind of stay with you for a long period of time whereas i think with say you're doing a 12-week diet to go on holiday like in a, a, a typical abifa diet 12-week abifa diet you don't really get the same buzz when you take your top off and you're on the round in ocean beach and you, you're looking shredded you're looking pretty good you don't get that buzz because not a lot of people actually really care too much about what you look like a lot of people don't really care if you're shredded it's more for yourself um, whereas when you've like someone can't take that away from you if you've I don't know done a high rocks in 59 minutes you could, nobody can take that away from you and like that's that, that feeling of you all that hard work and the, the suffering and stuff that you've been through for that that 59 minutes of doing the actual workout itself and crossing the finish line then all that it just stays with you for a lot longer than the feeling of being a good Nick like I've been in good Nick for holidays and stuff and I mean to be fair after like the first day of a lad's holiday you've lost the physique anyway the, like two beers and I don't know, however many chicken BLTs that you've had on the holiday. That just, it, it just, it, it wipes that nice physique away anyway. But yeah, that feeling stays with you forever. That feeling of crossing the finish line, hitting a PR, hit a PR, back squat in the National Fitness Games, those sort of feelings, especially with these days, things being recorded and stuff, social media. 
Um, yeah, the steer every few hours. So I would just say if anybody, if you're unsure on fitness goals, pick some sort of competition, whether it's a marathon, half marathon, a 5K run, um, a charity hike, Three Peaks Challenge, High Rocks, uh, Athex, whatever it is, compete and put a training plan together, get a good coach um, and train towards something, do it once, push yourself to do it once and then just see how you feel at the end of it. I promise you, it will change your perception on things. Um, next one. This one's all to do with memories and making the most of any sort of opportunity you get to do something, especially with family. Uh, now, this year, I had some great times with my dad. Me and my dad went to Malaga, so I did my first solo high rocks in Malaga with my dad. I was going to just go on my own and do it. I wanted to go and experience it, uh, but my dad came along, and it was an unbelievable weekend. Just having that time with your family, like a family member or your whole family that you don't really get, especially in these days where I can get very focused and fixated on work, on business, on my own training, and just get like very tunnel vision and not see my friends and family. Um, if you get the opportunity to do anything with your friends and family, whether it is a holiday, a weekend away, a meal, going for Sunday dinner with your family every once a month or something like that, take that opportunity because the memories you'll make on holidays like I did in Malaga, like I did in Ibiza, I had my stag do, my dad came out and my brother was there. Those memories, those are some of the best memories of my entire life. Um, so spending it with family and being able to have the memories, they, they honestly do stick with you um, forever. So if you do get an opportunity, I know financial things are always a worry these days with the cost of living and everything going up but if you do get any sort of opportunity to do it even if it is a bit of a cost even if there is a bit of financial worry trust me just do it because those are the things that you're going to remember when you're 80 90 years old and you're looking back in your life you're not going to remember the 500 to a thousand pound plus whatever it might be you're not going to remember the money that you saved what you say you were 80 90 years old looking back in your life Oh God, when I was 20 years old, I saved that thousand pounds not going to a beef with me dad. Really happy with myself. No, use that opportunity and do it. Obviously, I don't don't go and do it if you're literally in debt and they have no money. This, I'm not giving financial advice, but if you get an opportunity to do anything, to make memories with family, to with friends, with your best mates, with your missus, with your, your husband, whoever it is, just make sure you take the opportunity. Um, and yeah, I think even like doing sport and things with your, with your family and having them there to support you, like having Bryony there for me, supporting us at my high rocks, having my dad there in Birmingham, um, in Birmingham, in Malaga, and then hopefully having family down the line come to watch me. Um, it's just it's it's good because you can always make them proud. And then when you see them in the crowd, um, like when I was in Birmingham, I was doing I remember doing my lunges and seeing Bryony at the end of the lunch station, and I was just that just gives you that little bit more of a, a push to want to go and do well. Um, so family and make sure that you make sure make as many memories as you can. Um, next one. Quitting alcohol, I've already touched on this from last year as well. I did six months sober last year. I'm currently three months, two months into six months sober um, at the minute. Going sober for a short period of time, there's massive benefits to it, not just in terms of your health. Um, one big thing that I've noticed, I don't really get ill as much. My joints aren't as swollen, especially if I had, had, had injuries. My recovery from training is obviously a little bit better, not just in terms of the health benefits of quitting al alcohol, but the mental benefits. Your productivity goes up your clarity goes up and also your ability to realize what truly makes you happy and not what gives you pleasure changes. If you're drinking and going out every other week, every week, um, obviously potentially doing drugs, partying to late hours, God knows what people do. Um, that's just pleasure. That's just a short-term escape from reality. If you take all them out of the way, if you get rid of alcohol, get rid of drugs, get rid of partying, get rid of all these these dopamine hits that you can get, same with like cigarettes and all these vaping and stuff, anything that gives you that instant dopamine release, that short-term um, burst of dopamine, that, that spike in 
supposedly happiness, um, they're just taken away from what actually truly makes you happy. For me, my training's a big thing. Obviously, if I'm drinking on weekends, that's going to negatively affect my training. Spending time with my missus and Lola, who's down here, curled up on the floor on weekends. So if I'm going out on a Saturday or a Friday night, my Saturday or my Sunday's ruined. I'm losing a day there. I'm not as productive. I can't put as much time into uh, into additional bits of work, into my training, into time seeing family. Again, it's digging into all these things that actually makes me happy. So find things to replace it, whether it is fitness, whether it is, I used to do C dips all the time, whether it is, Planning like stuff with friends that isn't that doesn't involve alcohol on a weekend. Um, planning things with family on the weekend that doesn't involve alcohol. There's so many benefits. I'm not going too much into detail because I did a really big video on it last year, which I'll tag up here somewhere if I remember to. Um, there's so many benefits to quitting alcohol. I still think alcohol can enhance some experiences. Like when I go on holiday, when I go to a beef every so often, when Whenever I go on holiday somewhere, like when I went to Malaga with my dad afterwards, I had a few beers. Obviously, in Ibiza, I had a lot of a lot more than a few beers. And um, they do enhance the experience, and they do like drinking is fun because you, you do stupid things and you can have a great time. Um, and you do kind of let loose, and it is good to have every so often little escapes from reality. But I think when it's a weekly reoccurrence, it becomes a really bad habit, and you lose all your momentum. Um, I call alcohol like a speed bump in your in, in your sort of momentum in your progress. So taking that away for a short period of time. Is definitely beneficial. So try it. Try a month. If you've never really done more than a week of no drinking, try doing a month. You can do a month, do six months. Some people completely change their life and go completely sober, go like this teetotal completely um, from doing a short burst. But for me, I'll go through little stints. I've promised myself that I'm going to do six months this year uh, and then we'll see what happens in the future. Uh, I might do it every year. I might not. But yeah, if you can't control yourself as well with alcohol, with nights out, and you know you're making a lot of mistakes on those nights out, it might just be a time to to take it away completely. Right, anyway, less of the uh, the life mentoring, back to more fitness stuff. Next one, it's a bit of like a, not like a stupid one, uh, but I've just put Hyrox is sick and addictive. That's all I've just wrote. I've got my notes down here. Um, yeah, Hyrox is, is, is stupid as it sounds, has massively changed my life in terms of um, well, first of all, my happiness because I've found a sport that I can actually do and not really get injured with, um, that I enjoy, that I'm okay at, that I can see myself progressing in, and also that I can make part of my career and part of my business. So I've been fortunate enough since my um, since I've started High Rocks, I've picked up High Rocks clients. We've got like 12, 13, 14 clients signed up to do Glasgow um, in March. And I've got a few clients, a client who just done Stockholm, clients doing Manchester, clients doing London, clients doing... Bordeaux and Malaga um, so I've got a few clients doing ones across the world which is amazing um, which it feels a bit weird like it, it doesn't feel it doesn't feel right it does, does feel right but yeah it's a great I'm just fortunate enough to be in that situation but having something that I can really put my own focus on and that again can focus on with my own training and get good results physically and mentally from um, it's been great and obviously the, the event itself is amazing I do see the sport growing I think it's probably got a good few years in it um, to really grow and then we'll see what happens whether it's like crossfit and it kind of just peaks and then just hovers a little bit maybe plateaus a tiny bit and um, we don't know but at the minute it's an amazing sport um i'm really enjoying training with it um it's very tough i like the mental side of it how it's kind of the amount of training that you need to do for it is just enough for the everyday person to do it it's not like an iron man where you need to be doing 20 plus hours of training volume per week you can probably get away with doing like at the lower end six hours of training ideally you want to be if you want to be pushing to the higher ends of like age group, maybe into the elite category, eight to 16 hours of training. Like for, for a lot of people who are working 40 hour weeks, that sort of eight to 10 mark hour mark is realistic enough 
um, if you've got the like the willpower and the the, the mental focus and the organisation to do it. Um, it's at that point where, yeah, a lot of people can't do it. It's mentally challenging, like I said before. It's at that sort of length of time, which is you can push the intensity enough, but it's also like long enough that's a real mental challenge, um, and you can you can still like really really push yourself. Um, compared to other things like Ironmans are just really, I would do one one day, but they're just ridiculously long, and it's kind of like right, it's going to start getting hard soon. It's a different sort of mental stimulus. I just enjoy that sort of training, and um, it's also really good. I've found in terms of the training isn't too impactful on injuries, so. Because there isn't a lot of, well, there isn't any heavy barbell movements. The only thing that's heavy is a sled push and sled pull, which is very hard to get injured on unless it's like, like you toot your Achilles from the sled push or like you do, your technique isn't good on a sled pull and you, you do something wrong. Don't really think there's anything you can really get injured with unless you're overdoing your training, like getting Achilles tendonitis from running too much, um, not warming up properly, not doing your mobility. The only thing issue I've had has been on wall balls. I've had my, menis my meniscus operated on in the past. And on the last few reps in, in two races, um, I've just slightly tweaked it just a little bit, but nothing major. So it's a really good form of training to keep you fit, to keep you healthy, and also to keep you injury-free. I almost feel like my body's slightly bulletproof from this sort of training because it's a great balance of endurance and also strength. Um, so the training's really enjoyable and the competition itself is amazing. The organisation of it, the setup of it, um, the community aspect of things is, is really good. I can see the Hyrox community, especially in the UK, uh, grow massively but yeah all in all it's a really good sport so if anybody hasn't even done high rocks before even if you're not really big into running go and do a relay go and do a double so you're with someone the doubles aspect of stuff is really fun uh, i'm trying to convince my missus to, to do one with me next year but we'll, we'll see comment down below and say briny you will do a get get a high rocks done with Brent. just put something in there um and she'll she'll do it eventually but yeah it's great fun um the solo ones are a lot more for people who really want to push themselves mentally because it is a, a solo battle. The trading side of things is a solo battle as well. Um, but yeah, I just I've just found it found it really beneficial for my own physical and my mental health. So hi Rox, thank you very much. I'm looking forward to competing in the future. Um, and for anybody who is debating doing it, get yourself booked on. It's a really good challenge, something to work towards in the event itself. The buzz is amazing. Um, so yeah, and you can eat loads of calories training this way because you burn a lot of calories in training, which is one of the great benefits. Um, I mentioned it, I've got notes down here. Physically, the fittest I've felt and the best my body has, has felt while competing in a sport. Football really beat my body up, really, really beat my body up. I kind of wish that I found high rock sooner and got into that sooner because my body might not be as beat up and I might almost be a little, a little bit of a, a different level um, of fitness. Final point, which is, which is probably the, the biggest summary I would have from this year. Um, it was a quote that I seen in a Nick Bear video. I've always had the quote, um, trust the process, hence why all my merchandise, which by the way, I need to get round to actually like getting some of these products in because I've been wearing them and people have been asking me, like, do you sell these? I've literally bought like a few samples. So I've always talked about trust the process. Nick Bear said the quote, endure the process. I like that sort of twist on it. Um, I think life in general, fitness as well. There's a very, very, there's a big uh, coloration between fitness and life. It is about enduring the process. There's going to be ups and downs. Sometimes life and sometimes your fitness journey feels like a bit of a slog and you're kind of like, God, it's another day. God, I've got to go and do this again. When am I going to catch a break? Um, if you endure anything long enough, you're going to get, going to get somewhere. If you endure a workout long enough, um, exactly, exactly, well, like high rocks, if you, if you battle through a high rocks simulation, a full high rocks workout long enough, you get to that, you get to that halfway point and you're at the row and you're like, you know what, I'm nearly there now. If I can get past this sled push, this sled pull, 
these burpees, if I get through them, now I'm on the rower, right, I'm nearly in now, I've got farmer's carry. If you can just keep on enduring the process of things, you will get somewhere, you will get better with your training. If you keep on enduring things, if you keep on showing up to the gym each day, if you keep on meal prepping on a Sunday night when you don't really want to, if you keep on getting up early when you really just want to stay in bed and get an extra hour of sleep, if you keep on being consistent with things, if you endure that process long enough, you will get results with life, with, with business. If you just keep on showing up, um, there's like a statistic, I think, with PTs, I think in the first six months of people becoming PTs, I think it's like 50% or something drop out and end up trying to do something else because being a PT to start off with is a very slow process. Building a client base takes ages. It probably took me, God, well, excluding, I, would, I kind of started PT and then I had COVID. Probably took me, including COVID, like two, two years or something like that to get over like 30 hours a week of PT which is like the kind of standard, I'd probably say like 25 to 30 is standard and if you do more, um, you can do more sort of thing. So it took me ages to build my client base up and now I'm at the point where my client base is obviously face-to-face -face and online and it's expanding. Um, just with anything, same with any sort of other business, keep at it, obviously try and learn the, along the way. Don't be afraid to make mistakes, mistakes are great. Keep on pushing through it when you have a downtime, just keep going, keep going because there will be another high around the corner if you keep on pushing yourself. Um, and then back to back to the fitness side of things with high rocks again. I know I keep on relating it back to high rocks, but this is obviously a lot of my channel stuff now is based around high rocks. Um, it goes to show with fitness that if you do put the work in, it does you do get better, even if originally you weren't at the, a great level to start off with. Like for me, I did my first pro race and became second. I know probably the race was probably suited well to me because it was a little bit. Um, well the sleds were heavier a lot of people broke down on the sleds and I'm looking I'm a little bit from 95 kilos of a heavier taller high rocks athlete so it suited me quite well that particular race which is probably why I ended up getting a second in my age group um, in that race maybe if it was another day somebody else would have beat me but I got a 68 minute 50 or 40 something I can't remember what it was um, which really surprised me I wasn't expecting that my training was okay my running wasn't great because I had issues but I really worked hard on other things instead of running I was on the assault bike doing like 90 minute assault bike work I'd say tough ones not just zone two I was replacing my interval threshold sessions with rowing skier workouts which were 70-80 minutes um, just making sure you can do the best with what you got um, if you are injured try and adapt things endure the process of the re re rehabilitation even if it's slow even if it's really um, boring at times keep on going keep on going and before you know it if you just Keep on pushing. You'll see that light at the end of the tunnel and things will get better. Um, so if there's anybody who's struggling mentally, struggling with their fitness, struggling with their work, with their job, with their career, with their family, with their relationships, uh, even things like going through breakups can be really tough to start off with. It's horrendous. You want to cry. You don't want to go outside. You want to eat pizza and stay inside the whole time. Keep on going. Time's the best thing. Um, but if you keep on trying to get yourself into a better situation, things will get better. So with anything, endure things long enough. Obviously, try hard, work hard along the way. But keep on enduring things and things will get better. And I'll probably say that's that's probably the biggest thing that I've 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 learned. And probably the message of 2023, enjoy the process. Um, so today's video is a bit of a waffle from me. Hopefully you've enjoyed it. Um, if you want more, if you like these sort of me just talking to the camera waffling, obviously I'll try and put videos and stuff in the background. If you like these videos, let me know. Um, I'll try and do some more high rock specific stuff. Um, plans for 2024, January. I've managed to get myself a pro ticket to Manchester. Um, I'm a bit annoyed it's going to be another late one. It's probably another nine o'clock start, but I'm going to just go down, compete and come back the same day. Uh, it's going to be, I'm not going to taper for it really. It's going to be my main focus is going to be Glasgow because that's where all my clients are at. Um, I'm going to be doing Manchester, like I said, January pro race. Then we've got Glasgow. I'm going to be doing the pro race on the Saturday against my mate Thomas Wilkie. 
and then a few other people I know um, there's some big names I think Graham Halliday is probably going to compete at that one so we'll see how we get on that's going to be my main focus so I'm really my training programme's focused towards that Manchester will be uh, like seven weeks out from now Glasgow's 12 weeks out from now so that'll just be kind of a little test run I'm uh, not going to taper probably take like a day off or something beforehand and just race and see how I get on then we're doing doubles on a Sunday in Glasgow as well uh, which will be fun not really it's a stupid idea then I've got clients and stuff racing across the weekend uh, and then after that it is what have I got planned I've got life life happening I've got uh, my, my home stag do I'm getting married two weeks out from the High Rocks World Championships then we've got the High Rocks World Championships in Nice so I've got a lot going on and I've got my mate stag do I've got my honey I've got loads of things going on 2024 20, is going to be a mad one um, so I'm looking forward to seeing what happens yeah and that's just the end of me waffling people have probably switched off by now but if there is any questions anything at all I love I appreciate all the messages I've had from people I've bumped into subscribers I had bumped into a subscriber in Ibiza of all places bumped into a subscriber or two in Newcastle in High Roxes um, I'm an open book so just come and message me speak to me and don't be shy and come say hello um, and we're nearly at a thousand subscribers so maybe by this time this video comes out or maybe like a few weeks time We'll hopefully have a thousand subscribers and the goal is ideally before New Year. That would be great. But I hope everybody has a great Christmas. Hope everyone has a fantastic New Year. Get those goals wrote down for 2024. Reassess your year. Um, and yeah, just go and smash it. Enjoy the process. I'll see you in the next video. Probably see you in 2024 by the time the next video comes out. Um, and yeah, it's been a pleasure. Good night.